welcome to our podcast. I'm Rod Zeeb. I am the founder and CEO of the Heritage Institute. And today I have with me Tammy Brannon, who was introduced to me by one of our master HDPs, our uh, Heritage Design Professionals. So Tammy, welcome. Thank you, Rod. Super happy to be here. Really and, believe in what you guys do. Oh, thank you. And and you know, it's nice to be having somebody that's actually worked with one of our advisors so they know what, what we do. Um, and thanks for taking the time. Like I said, I was introduced by one of our folks. And the reason for that was his comment was you really helped him get focused in both his personal and family life. And as we were talking before we got started here, that's an issue for a lot of professionals and a lot of the families that we serve, because there's a lot of things bombarding us. And so getting and keeping that focus is real important. So you call it the blueprint process. Let's let's start with kind of the basics. So what is it? I mean, can you describe the blueprint process? Absolutely. And I'll speak to this focus issue while I'm describing it. Okay. So I refer to blueprint as the box of tools that we've all been born with. Okay. We actually come fully loaded, thanks to God, uh, designed to fulfill a purpose that nobody else can fulfill on this earth at this time. So each of us has a unique reason for being here. And I think one of the reasons why we're scattered is because we're searching for that reason, whether conscious or unconscious. And the blueprint shows you exactly what your tools are. So it actually supports the idea of saying no to more things than you say yes to. In business, we talk about it as having a niche, but in reality, each person has a niche, a right. space that they only can fulfill. And that's the way we use the blueprint to help us become more focused, both in our professional and personal lives. Yeah, and saying no is an issue. I mean, because you know the people want to help everybody else and they're and if they're professional advisors, that's what their job is. <laughs> to, right. you know. So right. yeah, being giving permission to say no. Um, you, you talk about purpose. How do you define purpose? Oh, good question. <laughs> I've had been asked this question a lot, and I know there are a lot of opinions out there. Right. For me, purpose is something that God gave to us. Okay. And so it's eternal. And consequently, it's our job, I believe, as stewards of that purpose to discover these tools that we've been given and fulfill it. Okay. As you and I have talked about, it's not designated to a role. Absolutely not. This is why many people finish a role, whether a parent role or a professional role, and feel like, oh, no, now what? Now, who am I? Well, no, that role was never who you are. Your purpose is who you are. I actually, in the blueprint process, we find two things, Rod. We find purpose and we find cause. So purpose is what you're always doing, God designed you to do. And again, you can do that anywhere, everywhere with anyone, honestly. But cause is where you want to take them or that project with what you're doing. It's the why behind the doing. And okay. this is so important to know because as life goes up and down, as you go through changes in your life, to have that single orienting task purpose to do and objective or cause reason why how long does this normally take i mean what's a timeline that that sounds like a lot what's this, what's the timeline that that this takes great question 
And actually, the stated process, the original process, lasts about eight months. Each okay. person is different. We talk once a week on the phone. So we develop a pretty strong relationship and momentum towards two things, finding your purpose through your blueprint and then applying that purpose, cause, and blueprint to all of your life. And it's about 50-50. So it takes about 50% of that time to do the research and about 50% of that time to do the application. But then what I discovered about halfway through doing this is that that wasn't enough. Because again, blueprint is infinite within you since mm. it's God expressing himself in each one of us. So consequently, my graduates were like, uh, now what? Yeah. So I, I created a graduate program where we don't meet as frequently and the graduates meet together, both on Zoom and in person, so that they can help each other stay accountable to continued growth within your blueprint. Super key. Okay. So it's like a, you know, a, a group that's an affinity group. Um, you know, they're working with each other and helping each other do that. That that's yep. cool. I didn't realize that. Um, and and it's it sounds like this is not a you know okay we've got canned things that we're going to do this week next week next week, you know we've got fourteen things in a row that that's canned. This is this is organic, right? I mean that's why it's about <laughs> this much time. Yes. Oh, good point. Yes. In fact, uh, sometimes I, so I have a Google doc workbook that uh, houses all the research and application activities that we go through in the blueprint. And it's, it's laid out in a sequential order because it has to be, mm -hmm. but yeah, people realize very quickly that I bounced all over that thing based on what they're presenting to me. I had one person actually refer to me as his super friend. This is a business owner, a financial advisor, actually, and I was, I was amazed at that comment or that term for me. And he explained that there wasn't anyone else in his world that he felt like he could be truly himself with. And that is such an honor, Rod. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes sense though, doesn't it? That I'm spending this customized time as you identified with someone for eight months and then I continue with them. So I get to know their families. We talk about parenting. We talk about spousing. We talk about faith. We talk about all aspects of their lives as it relates to their blueprint. And their focus, as you brought up earlier, becomes more and more crystallized in such a way that it actually brings them greater momentum and energy and clarity. It's beautiful to watch that transformation. And it is there. There You talk about, doesn't matter who it is, but you know, the professionals that we deal with, they're all bombarded with all their clients and then they have their staff and then they have their, you know, and then they have their family. And then they, there's all these things that are, that are hitting them all at one time, all of which are important. Um, and all of which can be both a positive and a negative. Right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and so uh, when you mentioned focus, I was like, okay, this is something I think a lot of people need and want to hear about. Um, yeah, and you brought up people, if I may, both team and clients. That's another thing that we have to learn to say no to. A lot of people are dealing with clients that drain their energy, but bring them money. And right. it's just not okay. It's not okay for them. It's not okay for us. And it's not okay for the people that we're actually meant to work with. Those spots might be filled by people who are not your people. So that's another thing we do in Blueprint is identify a community profile, if you okay. will. Uh, so you know the community characteristics 
of the people that you actually love to work with. This has been key for me. I went through a transition myself of accepting anyone and everyone and right. then realizing some people really drain my energy and really don't want to go where I want to take them. So that's another key aspect of focus and team as well. Identifying who are the people where I don't just change the seat that's on the bus for them. I potentially ask them off the bus and maybe they self-select off the bus. But it's very, very important that we get our people around us because I believe in this whole blueprint design that God did. He actually designed us for our community. He knew our community ahead of time. And so consequently, he built us for them. So when we're spending time with people that are not them, we're wasting both our time and theirs and God's. Yeah, it's interesting. I used to have that question all the time about, okay, so how do I know which clients I should work with and all that stuff? And I said, my litmus test was when my uh, my assistant buzzed me and said, so-and-so's on the phone. Did I smile or did I go, oh, geez. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, that's it. And, and it took a while for me to, you know, I had to go through that thing too. Because when I was first getting started, can you fog a mirror? Yes, you're a client. Okay. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, can so, you pay my bill? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as you as you get to the point where you're more and more successful, you have more and more of those distractions and that's what they are. And you're right. I mean, what happens is you have somebody that is, that, um, that you're working with because you are working with them who you only have X number of people that you can work with. And that's taking a spot for somebody that could be your ideal. Yep. And, yep. you know, that's it. I, I said, you know, I want to work with the people that when, you know, whoever buzzes me and says so-and-so is on the line, I go, oh, cool. You know, yes. and hey, then, hey. you know, it, it's better for everybody. I mean, it's better for you and it's better for them. So, um, and, and God, we got to remember that right. because with our people, it's like a one plus one equaling three when we're together. And you probably feel this with your people, when you're with your people, you, you guys just feed off of each other, both in energy and creativity and enthusiasm and great ideas. I mean, it's just amazing what happens when you're working with your people. So that's a very good point. So in some ways, as you're talking about that, um, it's like in your business world, you're creating your own affinity group. Mm, very well said. Yes. And in fact, I recommend that. Okay. Okay. As, as your clients. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's an interesting concept. I haven't thought about yes. that. Yes. <laughs> It's quite cool because obviously I do it for myself. I, I create a, an infinity group for my, my, my community, mm -hmm. but I also recommend my clients do that as well, because when you get your community together, again, it's amazing what they can do for each other. So right. you almost kind of step back and you become one of the group then, and now they're teaching each other, they're motivating each other and you, right. and then it's interesting, Rod, because uh, so I know what my purpose and cause are, and each one of the people in my community have their have identified their purpose and cause. But when we get together, it's almost like the community has its own, its own purpose yeah. and cause. Yeah, and it's super cool to watch that develop and see the offshoots that come from that. So now these these groups that you're saying the, the graduate groups, okay? How many people are in those typically in in those groups? Well, for me personally, each one is different, right? Okay. Uh, and and they can they can grow. I mean, we don't really know again because God God knows, but we don't really know. Uh, right now, my graduate group is forty four. We have forty four people in my graduate group, um, but I I'm confident that it's going to continue to grow. However, for me, 
it gets into a business structure issue because I also spend one-on-one -on -one time with each of them to continue their blueprint. So my calendar at some point will get filled up. I also have a group of people who do what I do and each one of them do the same. So the idea really is to take your good and maximize it. Okay. Create exponentials of it because your good, I'm speaking to everyone here, your good acts as a catalyst for others' good. When you put your good out there, you're immediately inspiring your people to do the same. You're like a flame that catches. And if can you imagine, Rod, how different our world would be today if each one of us acted on purpose and cause and started our flame and then touched someone else and continued the flame? Just we would have no problems. I'm I'm convinced. Yeah. And now I, let me help me understand. When you talked about earlier, you talked about groups that like the graduates are doing. Are they are there separate groups or are they all the one big group? Are there no, they're separate. They all do their own thing. They're all because, doing their own thing. Okay. Yeah, because each one of them has their own purpose and cause that's distinct from mine. Okay. And so, I mean, we could, it's not like we couldn't do that. That might be kind of fun, actually. Um, <laughs> Uh, but because they're all positive, progressive people, you know, wanting to make an impact, getting a group like that together, that would be amazing. But so far, we haven't done that because each uh, each leader or facilitator has their own unique purpose and cause. And each person in that community has signed up for that purpose and cause, whether they knew it or not. And so they have a, a unique direction. And so for the most part, I mean, completely right now, that's a good idea. I yeah. appreciate it, though. <laughs> And and how many are in typically in those groups? I mean, are they like, like three to eight or 10, or is there a magic number? Or no, it all varies because basically what's happening for the most part, I work with entrepreneurs. Okay. And so what's happening is, again, for the most part, their community consists of clients. Mm -hmm. And it's a process by which they bring a client in, determine whether or not they're part of their community, and then start to grow their community. So all of my graduates are at varying levels of building that community and identifying who is and who isn't, and building the structure by which the community can grow. Because again, most of them are entrepreneurs, and so they've only thought about filling their pipeline, right? right. right. They haven't really thought about this concept of community. So different structures need to be in place. So they're all kind of in various stages of that process. Yeah. When you start out, it's filling the pipeline, not filtering it, uh, you know? Ooh, good <laughs> distinction. Yes, it is. And and that is an issue. I mean, you get, you fill the pipeline and all of a sudden you have people that you're spending a lot of time with that aren't helping you and you're probably not helping them as much as you could. That's right. Um, as you, you know, we want to try and keep this in, in the timeline here. When you think about somebody that's just hearing about what you do and stuff, what are the things that you want, a couple of things that you want them to walk away with? Okay, I, this is what I should know about what you do. And this is when it's, I, you know, I should contact you. How's that? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Actually, I, I take a little bit of a different approach based on what you just said, mm -hmm. the filtering versus filling. Mm -hmm. So I have things I'm looking for. Okay. I'm listening for when they're talking. I just do my work on the phone. So it really helps me really focus in on what they're saying. And I'm listening for certain things. I will tell you, Rod, that many people after the fact have told me they really didn't know what we were going to be doing. They just knew they wanted to do it. And, and that's so key. That That's what you'll hear from your people. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. They don't care. 
they just know once they hear you start to talk about your your message, your passion, your purpose, your cause, they just feel inexplicably drawn to that. And they can't help themselves at that point. They just want to come and work with you. So I'm listening though for, remember earlier I was talking about a community profile mm -hmm. and how important it is for my entrepreneurs to identify what are the characteristics? These are not demographics. Right. These are not things you can count, <laughs> not years, not salary, not how many kids, not types of job or where they live. It's all, what kind of people are they? So I've got my list of 10 for my community. So that's what I'm listening for. Honestly, my first call, which is always free, I have a right fit visit with people because I think it's very important that we both get to determine. Right. Yeah, are you my people? Yeah. And so for the most part, that call is just like any of my other calls if they continue to work with me. So they're just talking, telling me what's bothering them, what's working, what's not working. They're just talking. And, and I'm asking a few questions that kind of get the ball rolling, but more importantly, I'm listening and I'm listening for, are they spiritual? Do they believe in something higher? Um, do they believe, do they have this tug towards something more? And even though they have no idea what it is, and let's be, let's be frank, we all kind of fear uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So a key characteristic for my community is they feel the call to something more. And even though it's undefined, they're motivated to keep going. They cannot exist. They cannot accept um, stable mm -hmm. status quo. They just won't accept it, my people. And, you know, I'm listening for some other things too. Humor, interestingly, being one yeah. of them. So when they get off the call, really the thing that makes them decide to come to work with me is that desire, that inexplicable desire. Like, I don't know what just happened, but I want more of that. And it, it tends to be different for every person. Direction is one of the things that I hear from people is that they want direction. They want to know, yes, it's uncertain. And especially in today's age, oh, yeah. all the things you, you mentioned it, all the things we could do, all the people we could work with, all the services we could add, whatever. Where do I, where, where's mine in all this? So yeah, that that's really what people do. That's what they're identifying when they say, yes, let's work together. Is this just some inexplicable magnetic pull between them and me? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, we talk about demographics and psychographics and all, you know, or, you know, when especially like in the financial services world, you know, what are their assets? What are this? And, you know, and then there's the psychographics. And uh, I loved one of the one of the, my attorney friends from back in the day. Um, I asked her to identify to, to describe to me her ideal client. And um, her first description was they have to be huggable. Oh, I love that. And I'm thinking, okay, how many attorneys would say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I'm looking for huggable clients. And she was an estate planning attorney and she was phenomenal. I mean, she still is, I think, you know, uh, and, and, you know, but that's just it. She understood who the people are. And that, I'm like you, we, I do the, the initial call is always free people going, wow, you're giving them a lot of stuff. I still don't know if I want to work with them. This this is a two way street, and, yes. and so you know when I'm having that conversation, I don't want to build somebody for somebody. I'm gonna go. This is really cool. You're not my client. <laughs> yes, yes. Love you. Yeah. However, okay, that's yeah. good to know though, so people can understand that they can have the call with you and and decide from there. You know how to get along. So how do they get a hold of you? If they want to get a hold of me right away, seriously, the best thing to do is give them my cell phone. So that's probably somewhere in the show notes. It's five four one five zero one. 7020. 
I have a friend who calls me the rapid response unit. Um, <laughs> I, I am, I just develop such a strong bond with my clients that we start right away. So the best thing to do is just text me, text that number. You can also email me, Tammy, T-A-M-M-I at blueprintprocess.com. However, this is big, you know, searching for your purpose, searching your cause, figuring out your reason for being here, trying to develop more focus in your life. Those are big asks. You want to know you can trust that person, right? A lot of people, especially in today's world, it's relationship-based big time right now. Right. And I think it should be. I think that's good. Right. Your your attorney friend, I mean, oh my gosh, she, she so set herself apart when she did that. That was super brave because she said, I'm not interested in working with you unless we can have that kind of a relationship. Right. And so people who are not interested in that from their attorney, they know immediately that saved them time. Now they can go find someone else. So in order to do that for you, often people don't they're not quite ready to talk to me yet, you know? Mm -hmm. So I go to YouTube, type in Tammy Brannon on YouTube. You'll find a ton of stuff. I've been doing videos. I don't like to go back to the early ones, Rod, but I've been doing them since 2009. So there's a lot <laughs> of videos on there. Um, you can go to the website, blueprintprocess.com. There are other practitioners there that do the same thing. So okay. you might be interested in working one of them. Okay. And all of our contact information is on that website. But if you're interested in talking to me, do the text thing, 541-501-7020, or go to YouTube, check out- Check out the videos. Yeah, you could watch me for hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, is there anything else that we should get to our listeners before we go here? Yeah, I'll tell us that win thing. Yeah. It is absolutely guaranteed that each and every one of you is here on purpose for this point in our history, like there's something specific that is needed from you and you can do this thing 24 seven. So the question is, what is that thing? It doesn't matter what you use to figure it out, whether it's blueprint or something else, figure it out and get going and your life will be so much more fulfilled and focused. All right. Well, thank you very much. And, and you know, those of you who are listening to this and enjoying it, make sure you tell somebody else to listen to this and enjoy it because uh, this is a, the kind of podcast that, the group that wants to be in this needs to hear. So thank you, Tammy. My pleasure, Rod. Thank you.